That's the you know second time you got up for the intro. Yeah. Well, I can do whatever I want. It's my intro. I'm going to kick your ass now. Okay. Do it. I dare you. I dare you. Right now. Let's go. Tell me outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. Wow. Sup, dude? So there's a lot of power in myth is what I've noticed lately. <laughs> it's the latest book we've been reading. Apparently we're just going to make crack inside jokes <laughs> yeah, about all the books, about that all we, the books we read. You know? Let's just flow with this episode. Yeah. Anyways. Well, when you read a book, you could take it different, differently than I do. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, it's crazy. It's whatever resonates with you, right? Kind of ties into the, the episode topic we have today. Yeah, I think it's perspective versus perception. Is that correct? Perspective versus perception? Yeah, perception, perspective. <laughs> you know, just to put it into perspective for y'all... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to be speaking like that today. Screw no, we're that. definitely not. But this is actually... Uh, it's a very interesting topic. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. I feel like we can go very deep on this. Yeah, very much so. Um, but first of all, what is perspective? And what is perception? Do you know? I'll let you start out with some definitions. Okay. You can make your own definitions, but... Well, well perspective is the way we see things. The way we view things uh, emotionally and like our point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Perception is deeper than that. Perception is how you perceive it based off of your inner philosophy. Mm. So think about that for a second. So are you saying that perspective is more of like, let's say perspective has more to do with the eyes, mm-hmm. whereas perception has more to do with the mind? Yes. It, a little bit. You're on the right track. It makes a lot more sense if, because yeah. I put it into that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> perception is basically the internal uh, evaluation that you have for uh, whatever it is, whatever decision you're making. Mm. So perception is driven internally. Think of internal, external. So your point of view, what we're used to, you know, uh, put yourself in someone's shoes. Mm-hmm. We always hear that. That's perspective. Yeah. Perception, on the other hand, that's where it slightly gets confusing. Because uh, it's, I mean, for religious people, it's, it's driven by um, their moral compass. It's, it's very mm-hmm. internal. It's, it's your, your structure from when you were a kid, you know, what values you had. Yes. Uh, ethics, morals, all that. Well, okay, here's the thing. What are, because I, I feel like a lot of people are confused. They think that the two labels are the same thing. Mm-hmm. So in what ways, in what ways are they similar? In what ways are they similar? Well, perspective they, and perception. Uh, perspective and perception when put, I guess you could put them together and they become your lens. So they're both subjective. Yeah. There's no one objective perspective or perception. No. Everyone's going to perceive and take in things differently. Okay. So the lens, we could focus on that for a second. Um, The lens is how you view things. That's your uh, perspective in life. Um, It can be motivated by perception. Mm -hmm. Um, But in most times, because emotions are so strong and our brain is strong, Mm -hmm. uh, it can shift your perspective a little bit. So um, what's a common scenario? Well, actually, I remember the one Kai brought up, and I think it was his last mm-hmm. uh, interview we had with him, where he brought up the example of two friends that you already knew, who one man, one woman, who got together, mm-hmm. they were in a relationship, mm-hmm. it ended up being a bad breakup, and then when you talk to each of them separately, yep. you get 
two wildly different different narratives. answers and uh, yeah like everything went down differently mm-hmm. between like so the narrative is changing so yeah everyone perceives it differently everyone takes it in differently you know if mm-hmm. it's something that's going to hurt you yeah most likely someone's going to be more emotional about it than the other mm-hmm. maybe not but um another common uh like example would be um a family of four went to disney world okay and while it's the happiest place on earth and they're having a lot of fun and everything seems to be towards fun you know looking at their story their instagrams Mm -hmm. um talking about it everything's fun but what you don't know is what happens in between yeah you have no idea what yeah what went down so one of the yeah one of the one of the children was vomiting all night um one of them had diarrhea all day uh there it was hot so they were sweating. It wasn't fun. The lines were long, you know? So, Diarrhea and vomited. Is yeah. Not a good move. So ask me as the viewer. I'm going to perceive it as, dang, they had, a, they had a good time, right? Mm-hmm. It was the happiest place on earth. It was a great day. That's my perspective. Their perspective was, oh, my God, this day is so long. We got to make the best of it. Oh, my God, we have two kids. They're running around everywhere. I spent so much money on food today. Like, all that. And for the kids, it's basically hell. Yeah. Because they're shitting their pants and vomiting. Yeah. And even me thinking about that, like, it doesn't sound too bad because I didn't live it, mm-hmm. obviously. But but you see how my perspective is going to be completely different. Yeah. Theirs. And really, I think this this is probably the one thing that's responsible for a lot of, or all conflict in the world, really. Mm-hmm. Whether it's between two countries, whether it's between two people, um, vegans versus carnivores. I guess it's it's more of like an ideological battle because everybody literally has their own world, their own bubble. Yeah, you're right. And it might it might seem like um I mean of course there are commonalities that people share but people literally live in different realities. Yeah, they do. Even though they have the same experience mm-hmm. in the same room for example. Yeah. Like talk to people. When you talk to people you'll you'll notice something's off mm-hmm. from person to person. It's not always going to be the same. And sometimes you feel like uh, your perception is going to be correct, you know, um, along. Uh, maybe that comes with ego or maybe that just comes with experience. I don't Definitely know. Like, ego. D- it depends I mean, on what you've lived. They're, you know? they're all mixed in with each other. Yeah. Um, but to, to have this discussion, like to discuss perspective versus perception without ideology mm-hmm. or the subject of dogma. It's like the all of them are interlinked. You can't you can't just push one or the other aside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's the main problem in the world today. It's just ideological, yeah, belief systems. Yeah, feeling for uh, others, you know. And by feeling for others, I think that has a lot to do with perspective. Mm-hmm. You're not understanding their perspective. You might think you're open minded, and that you're accepting of other ideas, you know, on you know by the fence. But when you really put yourself there you're not going to be as open-minded as you think you are for most, you know, for most parts of the world, mm-hmm. at least. Um, and the, I see it all the time. It's because, you know, oh, the West, the West is so open-minded, the West, the West, the West. Okay, the West is not that big of a region compared to, like, the rest of the world, for example. Yeah, it's relatively small. Yeah. So uh, the, it feels like it's an attack on the West for being so damn open-minded, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. crazy to me. Um. Those goddamn There's, Democrats. Yeah, yeah, those Democrats. You know, we we never wanted Biden. Look what he's done. You know, like yeah. Um, 
but you you can't like I I don't I don't see how it's my job to um, understand the other side and try to take in their ideas as much as possible and uh, compare you know compare my ideas how I grew up uh, my beliefs mm-hmm. and structure and compare it to that structure I for the most part like do not disagree it's just okay I kind of see it now like I see why they're like that you know mm-hmm. but vice versa never happens I wouldn't say never sorry but it just barely happens. Yeah. Know, rarely happens where uh, their understanding of our ideas, for example. Mm-hmm. They look at us very dumb, stupid, um, you know, focused on the wrong thing. We're driven by the wrong things. Well, it goes back to ideology. You yeah. have, I mean, you have religion. You have religiously motivated values. Um, and that's the thing. When you bring up those two words, it's like there's so many other labels that come into the equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, perception. I think you can also label perception as consciousness you can and then in my mind it's when you think about you go through your day when you wake up in the morning you have a different perception or a different level of consciousness than you do at night so it's it's almost like a spectrum a sliding scale that yeah depending on what happens depending on what mood you're in yeah and that's the trippy thing to think about because it's just it's always shifting it's always evolving interesting well perception in order to perceive the world how do you how do you do it how do you perceive the world like what do you see is is fit Wait, what whole? do you mean like how do you in your i like when you wake up in the morning how do you view the world in your lens how like how do you see it do you see it as a nice place do you see it as a, yeah, a place yeah. of opportunity mm-hmm. do you see it as a, a place that uh, likes to motivate you mm-hmm. um do you seek to like what's your intention for the what's day your intention? what's your intention yeah what's your, what's your end goal because i think that it plays a huge part in mm-hmm. uh, what your end goal is like in life mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people just want to like die and guarantee heaven for example that's like their ultimate goal <laughs> yeah. right they really yeah. don't care about what happens in between except for comfort and just like being happy mm-hmm. um, some people it's it's raising the best kids in the world and leaving like like legendary children here on earth mm-hmm. before i go more of a legacy type more of, of a legacy type yeah. type of mindset you know um some people want to build a royal family like <laughs> you know here's all yeah. the money here's all the businesses here's it's just it, it, it really depends um but how do you perceive it i'm, I'm having trouble d- deciding on mine mine is very artistic and, and weird and it's not n- necessarily driven <laughs> how do i perceive the world day. when i wake up yeah like what's i know you probably have a motivator in the morning for example well, I mean, when when I wake up, when everybody wakes up, it's more of like, yeah, you have a blank slate, assuming that you're not, you know, a neurotic type who's always thinking. Like when you wake up immediately, you're not thinking of anything necessarily. It's more of, more of a, an observation mm-hmm. type of exercise or experience. But then, as you know, you start to get less groggy or whatever, um, you begin to think about how you want to approach the world. And for me, it's very simple. I mean, I think I just want to get better in general. I, I want to focus on the things that matter to me, mm-hmm. uh, that are meaningful to me. So, yeah, I would really say that'd be my answer. Yeah. it's a, it, You're right. And I wanted to focus on observation. Mm-hmm. So we observe every single day, which is, yeah. which we, like, that's why uh, if we go back to, like, one of our other episodes where we talk about consciousness a lot, being conscious of every single decision, especially when you're speaking to yourself, that's the most important thing. 
And it's, it's how, one of the most difficult things yeah, too. And it's it's how you wake up and how you speak to yourself mm-hmm. uh, every morning. And that's that's really what starts to shape your perception. Mm-hmm. And as you shape your perception, your perspective follows. So it's it's a feedback loop. Yeah. Like they're 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 intertwined. What, okay, but where's the origin point? I think consciousness. Well, yeah, but this is the tricky thing. It, <laughs> your pers- so let's say perspective is the origin point. Okay. Once you have the perspective, then that flows down into your perception. So I really think, I mean, I guess feelings, maybe emotion mm-hmm. is the origin point. Mm-hmm. And then, see, this is the tricky thing. It's, it's like it's I don't tricky. even think you can. Yeah. You can point to an origin. Yeah, because right now you're speaking to yourself. You're like, okay, I know it. Does it come from logic? Does it come from emotion or does it come from general consciousness? I don't know. It's everything. So it's, it's, it's the logic speaking to the emotion and emotion, um, providing the energy for the, uh, perception motivation, which Mm -hmm. then translates into perspective. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's a wild one. I know with, with confirmation bias, for example, it starts with a feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you rationalize your position and you create thoughts to back up that feeling. Yeah. So that you can maintain a, a steady mm-hmm. framework of reality. Yeah. Or worldview. So what if I told you this? What if you woke up like with sniffles and you're a little bit sick mm-hmm. and you tell yourself, I'm not sick. And you immediately get up and just start your day and everything works out just fine, actually. Happens plenty of times. Do you see how you just took control? Yeah. And then that ties into the whole placebo effect thing. Yeah. So I think this will tie into the whole like self-discipline school thought, which is uh, you need to just be disciplined in general in order mm-hmm. for you to actually take the c- control of the wheel and yeah. start controlling your emotions, controlling um, everything else, because then it will it would help your uh, body go through the things it needs to in order to perceive things correctly. Mm-hmm. And obviously on top of knowledge too, like we should all be reading a mm-hmm. lot. I wouldn't say control. I mean, control in a certain sense, I would say in the context of emotion, I would say just notice and flow with it. Don't try to control it because you can't control your emotions. You can change your emotion, but if you, if you feel hatred. Yeah. I, let, me, let me rephrase that. Control yourself. Don't control the emotions. Control the actions control from the which actions the emotion from what stems the, from. Yeah, yeah, because the emotions can be very strong. Yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Mm. Good point. Good point. There's so many like nuanced things that you, that you can discuss about this. It's yeah, like I said, rabbit hole. So, mm-hmm. so how do we perceive the Middle East? I I already know how, how do we, we perceive, perceive that. Well, I perceive the Middle East as home. Yeah, I perceive it as home too. But at the same time, mm-hmm. okay, let's just say we never went home. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were born here. You perceive it as this giant big mess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a lot yeah. of dirty stuff. Which technically yeah. it is. You're not, you're not yeah. wrong. And the thing is, there's going to be nice, good, bad, dirty, evil, great, mm-hmm. uh, philosophical. There's going to be everything that you want. There's luxury. There's poor. Yeah. Uh, it's everywhere. Sophisticated, right? rugged. Yeah. Now, the only reason why we know that is because we've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, if you so, think, but if you think about, let's say... 40-year-old white male in who's lived all of his life in Alabama. 
How does he perceive the Middle East? Very differently. We are people of the sand, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a high likelihood that there's a bit of xenophobia in there. I'm yeah. making generalizations, of course. Yeah. Not everybody thinks that way, but... Um, yeah, but that's how stereotypes start. It's just mm -hmm. like you you really don't know full information. You haven't fully checked in on it through the lens, which is are yeah. your eyes. Yeah. So therefore, you have not experienced it. And you, all you have for reference is whatever someone tells you or shows you. Mm -hmm. And uh, a visual reference is usually very, very trustable. Like, people trust it too quick. Um, yeah. And that's what the news has done a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, their perception... They tell us what to perceive. Oh, don't even get me started or on that. The way, the way the media basically hijacks your perception and perspective yeah. is insane. What do you think brainwashing is? It's, it's brainwashing, a, exactly. Yeah, you're in this mode where you're not defaulted at a um, perception point anymore. And you're, you're able to receive mm -hmm. um, seeds, basically. Mm -hmm. You're in a very vulnerable state, I would say, um, when you don't know something. And I think that's the that's the main issue with perception and perspective. It's because you're so confined to your metaphorical four walls, you're in your little cubicle, you can't necessarily see beyond it. Um, and so your view of reality is skewed. Mm. It's much different than it actually is, which the media example is perfect. I remember seeing uh, some infographic where these people were in the tunnel and like, I'm not, I'm not going to explain it well, but basically you're, you're perceiving reality in a way that makes sense to you, but that doesn't necessarily translate into how it actually is. Yeah. Which is, just, when you think about it, it's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Do you know the show Survivor? Where, mm -hmm. like, basically you get dropped off on an island, you have to survive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they do that with groups of people, and they, obviously they're all secluded, different, mm -hmm. like, different paths. Um, but it's very interesting what, when they all make it out and you get to hear their story mm. because everyone went through something different. You know, usually what I see is like the, the ecstatic male. He's usually like, yeah, I'm, t I'm definitely competitive. I love this stuff. Um, he sees it as a game. Yeah. He doesn't see it as like I'm in uh, Argentina right now in the middle of these trees and I'm about to get, you know, mauled by a- About to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't see it like that. He saw it as purely a game and he's winning and he won. He's proud of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Another guy was like, you know, oh, wow, this uh, really, I did not know how bad I was at climbing or whatever. So like now he's in a very uh, self-development, like he saw it in a developing mode. Yeah. He didn't really see it as a game anymore. He didn't really care about the win, mm -hmm. uh, you know? It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. Everyone has a different perspective. Um, Recently, actually, I went out with a group of people and we went to San Diego. Um, and the whole day, I would say uh, that specific day, I was excited the day before. But as I woke up, I just wasn't feeling the best. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to still go. So as I went, I felt like my uh, perspective for the day was changing. Um, I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't really feeling my outfit. wasn't really feeling that, like, I wasn't. Like, I shouldn't have gone out, but whatever. You know, it yeah. is what it is. Just weren't feeling it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what do you feel like doing? Like, if you were home, what do you feel like doing? Just mundane activities. I want to observe today. I don't want to really talk. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to stay quiet. And that's exactly what I did. I actually had a blast. You, you didn't know, talk as I, much? I didn't talk as much. I listened to people, sl smiled, laughed. Um, didn't really join in on jokes. If I did say something, it was, was like very minimal. It was just like, yeah, I'm hungry or whatever. Mm. 
the rest of the day was just observing and just watching people laugh. And that actually changed my mood. Mm. You see, because I was so focused on that. Yeah. I was so focused on, you know, I'm acknowledging that I'm having a really shit day today and I'm going to fix that. Instead, I did what I did best and I pulled out my camera and just started going around and taking photos and photos and photos. And I got lost in the sauce, you know? And I, I assume forgot. as the day went on, yeah. you had way more fun. Yeah. Like, it, like they were like, better. okay, it's time to go. And I'm like, wow, I had a good day. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. You know, because I listened to myself. I, I wanted to perceive it this way today. I wanted to perceive it quietly. Mm-hmm. You know? We do have, like, it's like you said, it's finding the flow in it. It's not controlling it. Well, it reminds me of a, a quote after, I think it was a Hindu philosopher, but he mentioned, he said, observation, I, th- I think I have this right, observation without judgment is the highest form of intelligence. Wow. Which brings me to, because I have a lot of experience with meditation when mm. I was, you know, in my early or late teens, I, mm. in early 20s, I had, I practiced every day, like 25, 30 minutes of meditation in the morning. And mm. it totally makes sense because there's there's an experience of reality where you're just looking at everything, mm-hmm. but you're not labeling it. Yeah. Like you see a bird, you hear the sounds, but you're not labeling it as bird and you're not labeling the sound as a chirp. No, you're labeling it as... Relaxed. You're just soaking it in. Yeah. It's, there's it's, no label whatsoever. It's atmospheric at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand what that feels like because they don't practice. Yeah. They don't... You they don't, don't yeah. I have a good practice for everybody and it's um you can like as a as a photographer because I started off with video and I think video is the same it just includes motion so motion is very hard to get emotion out of mm-hmm. um but photography photography is just one still specific moment yeah and it really really challenges you to find the beauty in things oh absolutely very average things you know uh recently I actually took a picture of a a Pepsi cup I remember that you one. You saw that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pepsi. Very simple. But people loved it. It's because what? The, the mood just, that you it set It tells it? a story somehow. Mm-hmm. It's the mood. It's the coloring. It's how it's displayed. What's the background? Like what, what environment is it in? And out of everything in the boat that I was in by the window, the thing that stood out the most was the Pepsi cup. <laughs> yeah. And it, that's, that's the thing. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. It doesn't have to be something, you know, there's, there's no, no one can tell you what's beautiful and what's not. Everyone's going to have a different uh, perspective on it. Yeah, although I, I do think there are some objective examples of beauty. Like scientifically measured beauty? Yeah, like if you see a beautiful woman, yeah, 99% of people are going to agree that's a beautiful woman. What about this? For example, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good looking man, right? Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful. How about if I told you that, um, you know, out of a group of 20 people, three people said he, he's all right. He's not, he's not beautiful. He's whatever. What? See what I mean? I guess they're just not willing to admit the truth that he's beautiful. We don't know that. But it's, well, here's the thing. This I've, has been, I swear, this, this whole celebrity question has been happening <laughs> forever. No one has ever been 100% beautiful. In my mind, I feel like they have some. They have a subconscious bias. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not as beautiful as him. Maybe they feel offended by that, or they feel insecure by admitting that another person's beautiful. So then they just project that onto their opinion about him. Yeah, possibly. But you see how it's all hypothetical. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
of course we really truly don't know but the way i see it is i'm just going to take it as a stat and just be like mm-hmm. it's never 100 it could be a very high percentage mm-hmm. uh never 100 because i i don't believe anything in this world is perfect i'm glad you brought up film and photography photography because i think those are the two mediums in which you get a really good idea of both perspective and perception mm-hmm. because if you watch a good movie they they make sure i think they do more of a they emphasize changing perspective so that obviously because you're watching the movie you're mm-hmm. you're changing your perception through watching it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's crazy man and people like you have a better grasp of changing perspective for because not only for yourself but for others it's per, it's practice you know and i know everyone can find it because i was never always like that like i was never just yeah i got everything figured out since 5 years old you know no 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 we all grew up in phases and I actually didn't start until I was 16. So, like, I mean, yeah. for for a hobby to master, like, that's kind of late in my eyes, you know, because if I, were yeah. to, if I were to start piano and I wanted to be good, I, would, I should have started at, like, five, six. Yeah, I mean, I started playing soccer at four, so. Exactly. The so earlier, maybe, the better. Yeah, the earlier, the better. It sticks with you better. Um, your fundamentals are better and all that. And you're, master, you're on your way to mastery in no time. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I, I, I'm just grateful for what I do just because it really pulls you away from the reality of it and you get to choose what you want to perceive. Yeah. Uh, by finding and chasing beauty. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I found like beauty in like a plain wall before just based off texture, you know? Oh, I get and you, yeah. a specific yeah. light or whatever. Like, you get me? <laughs> well, like I said, that's back to the quote. That's one of the highest forms of intelligence. Because you are, you learn to appreciate things that others don't. Yeah. And I, I like to double think about things, you know, and think deeper and focus on a thought. You know, if I'm going to thank someone, like if I said, oh, thank you so much for this drink. I, I don't want to be like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like, I'm going to make sure you know. You know, extra like I'm going to double. Yeah. It's the extra layer of thanks. Where most people are just like, yeah, thank you. Oh my God, thank you. No, they see like I get it. There's there's a difference. There's a difference, and people notice. Mm-hmm. You know, just like they notice their shoes or your hair. Yeah. So you're you're just layering perspectives on top of each other. Exactly. Because you could say, "Thank you, I really appreciate it." By the way, I really like your shirt. Yeah. So you're just stacking it in your favor. Yeah. Get used to uh, taking a step back and looking at yourself from a third point of view, mm-hmm. and asking yourself, "Hmm, is there any other perspectives that I can be choosing?" Oh, there's so many. And then, what do you know? So the person many. you're in front of, you can put yourself in their shoes, for example. How yeah. do they perceive you for a second? Mm-hmm. It really just shapes everything because it's like writing a script. You have to think about every individual character's history. Okay, what have yeah. they been through? Are they stupid? What's their IQ? Are they you know, stupid? Like, I swear. Are they dumbasses? Like, yeah, you have to know that mm-hmm. before even developing a story because you have to know character development. Like, what is their rich background? Is yeah. it even rich? We don't know. That's not to and mention that's, that that's each life. emotion comes with its. Yeah. Life is a script, man. Yeah. It's a script, and we have some control. That's you know what? what? Let, me, let me search up the. I want to search up the, the technical definition of both of these words. Sure. Sure. I do have a Google Doc on it, too, somewhere. So we have perception. All right. Or no, we'll start with perspective. Okay. So perspective, a technique of... Okay, that's not the right one. (laughs) It's not the right one? 
Well, of course, the tricky thing is there's so many of them. Yeah. No, I got you. Okay, here we go. Perspective is linear or point projection. Never mind. If you can what? find a better definition, because I don't... Okay. Are you serious? Perspective is a particular way of considering something. Yeah. Okay, particular way of considering something. Whereas perception... Bear with me for a second. Sure. I mean, I got them right here if you want me to. Yeah, sure. Okay. So perspective is your point of view. It's the lens you see the world through and determines how you view yourself, others, and everything else around you. So that comes from influence. Mm -hmm. and okay, so yeah, what's perception? So a motivator. Perception is what you interpret. It's your understand understanding of a given situation, person, or object. It is the meaning you assign to any given stimulus. Because perception is so personal, there will always be some level of subjectivity. And there are many filters through which we experience reality among them. Intuition, inner belief system, role models, beliefs, judgments, biases, experiences, and preferences. Okay, so these definitions, perspective is the raw data mm -hmm. from your actual experience. Exactly. Whereas perception is the meaning you attach to that raw data. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's So that's where that's like the emotion stored. Yeah. Emotional storage is uh, perception. Mm. Okay. So it comes from role models. It comes from uh, influences around you. Any childhood trauma you've had? Yeah. PTSD. Uh, things that didn't... And which brings me to another question. Um, what determines uh, trauma? You know, what determines a, a, a normal life? We don't know what a normal life is the only thing we could relate it to is like a he healthy family function well here's the crazy thing what determines i'll go back to the trauma one yeah. so there's ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder but another one that people a lot of people don't know about is post-traumatic growth mm -hmm. so the two you know two different people can have the same traumatic experience but one can develop ptsd from it the other can grow from it yeah and that's a really trippy thing to think about because I guess that, that basically explains that you are in control at the end of the day, mm -hmm. regardless of what happened to you. Yeah. So you it's are. more of a matter of like, how can I bridge, yeah. how can I bridge that gap and go more mm -hmm. towards the growth route? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we do understand that the, the brain is powerful. So it can, it can drive you, drive your body to do things that... Mm -hmm. You don't want it to. Like, for example, stress. <laughs> yeah. Stress is one of the hardest things to manage. And if you don't manage it, you're just going to ruin your hair, your skin, your life, your eyes. It your, ruins your, everything. It ruins yeah. everything. Yeah. It ruins your stomach lining. For mm -hmm. the, dude, it ruins your acid levels. Like, mm -hmm. think about that for a second. That's a huge thing. Um, so we can't, we can't just forget that. Yeah. We understand it's hard. We're not trying to make it seem like it's easy or anything. <laughs> speaking to the audience right now <laughs> i mean once you're but, red pilled once you once you know that you're in control and you actually yeah. prove it to yourself then it's, it's technically easy. easy yeah you start slow you know you never go to the gym and just start hitting plates right mm -hmm. away you know you'll injure yourself well some people do some people fuck themselves i mean up yeah i mean it, uh, unless that's your level you know <laughs> yeah. like naturally um but take it slow like why don't you do a week of stretching and mm -hmm. hanging pull-ups or whatever you yeah know? Get your body conditioned and then go. Mm. It's the same thing with the mind, man. It's you take it slow. You know what else? What else do you have on the note? On the note, I do have yeah. a uh, a graph actually. I can show you. 
Okay, so it's a uh, it's a triangle. It looks like a food chain, basically. And at the very bottom, mm. it's what we think. And right above that, we have what we say. Mm-hmm. And right above that, we have what we do. It's a little. It gets smaller and smaller. And the final thing at the very top of the pyramid is how we are perceived. Okay. okay. And on the left side of the angle of the pyramid, it's influences going up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And same with the other side as well. It's influences rise. And as the influences rise, it controls or changes how, what, like what we think, what we say, what we do, and how we are perceived by others. So feedback. Feedback. Yeah. yeah. See how it like kind of loops? If you lose the influence. Yeah. Go ahead. If you lose the influence, it's just, you're going to, it's going to become weaker and weaker. Mm-hmm. You know, we, this is why we should strive to be uh, leaders and not followers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's great to follow, you know, but make sure you're a leader first as well. Lead yourself first. And lead yourself you first. Yeah. Put yourself in a nice position to lead others. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, you know, people that can't make decisions these days, I worry for them mm-hmm. because if you can't make a stupid, silly decision at 25, <laughs> well, well, I don't want to let you know what's happening at like 33. You should you know? be able like, to make a decision yeah, at 25. Yeah, 100%. Um, you can be stuck for days too. Like I'm going to sleep on it. I understand if it's like, okay, you're, you know, signing up for a $2.8 million home, low mortgage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's something worth sleeping on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it's like, I don't know what to, what to do for dinner tomorrow. I don't know if I should go to macaroni grill that's- or... That's just, that's just stupid. Or, like to know? put that much time and energy into such a it's like what such a basic ass on? decision. Okay, first of all, this is the way I would think. If that if I if I had someone ask me that question and they're actually genuinely frustrated and internally thinking oh, about man, it, and they're battling whether to go to Red Robin or Macaroni <laughs> Grill, this is what I would say. Neither. No, not neither. I'd just be like, okay, let's take a step back. Right. Okay. Now I want you to imagine what you had for breakfast and lunch. And dinner today. Yeah. How many times did you eat? Four times with snacks? Okay. Uh, let me just tell you something. You're just completely wasting time right now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think dinner matters that much. Because you're still going to eat three times before that tomorrow. Yeah. So did you decide <laughs> on what you're going to eat for, with that? Mm-hmm. And now you're torturing them. Because they're like, oh my god, I even know what I'm going to get for breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. You know? It's, it's just funny to me. It's so funny. <laughs> it really is. I mean... And yeah, you need to fix that. Everyone needs to fix how they make decisions. I'm not saying it should be like on the spot quick. But there should be a way of thinking, you know, a patternized way of thinking that you would memorize. And that's what discipline is, essentially, is you're learning yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. We spend so much time learning others when we never even checked up on ourselves. Because that, you are responsible for you, and you're yeah. responsible. And if you're going to be a leader responsible for others, you better be, like, mastering yourself before others. And the type of person you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, that's that's an example of somebody with a with a mindset who's very hesitant. Yeah. So everybody is able to gather the perspective from – they're able to gather that raw data. Mm-hmm. But those types are very – they're unsure of themselves in interpreting that data. Yeah. So that's where they have a lot of problem with perception. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's strange. It's strange. It's a skill. At the end of the day, yeah. it's a skill. It's a, it's a skill, and we need to get better at it. 
And like, there's so many examples that you can, you can bring up. I mean, we have the obvious one right now, mm -hmm. which is like to get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated. Yeah. And you see the problem, like <laughs> that video I sent you of the soccer, the four yeah, soccer yeah, yeah. players. Mm -hmm. What team was that? That was, uh, it was Argentina versus Brazil. It was, yeah, was it yesterday? Oh my yeah, God. It was yesterday. Oh my God. Okay. I don't know what that was, dude, but okay. Let me tell you guys this story. <laughs> so, uh, Argentina is playing in Brazil versus Brazil. It's a huge game. Yeah, it's a huge game. And uh, so the game was yesterday. No, two days ago. Something like that. Something like that. It was two days ago. And about, I would say three days prior, they landed in Brazil. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the players all knew that when, you know, they had to get tested. You have I to believe. go through a whole You have to go through a whole process yeah. in order to be in Brazil, surprisingly. But, <laughs> and uh, yeah, don't judge me. You know? mm -hmm. But um, they essentially uh, started the game three days later. So they've been in Brazil for three days. Um, I guess a lot of them broke the code of, I think four of them broke. Issue, yeah, four, four Argentinian players were like, there was one health requirement I guess they didn't meet. Yeah. And so literally the fifth minute of the game, yeah. the game has started. The game has started. <laughs> Some dipshit comes from the sideline and is like, nope, we can't no, do this. We can't do gotta, this. We got to postpone yeah, it. Yeah. Ends the game. And everyone is like, there's about to be a fight. By the way, keep in, keep in mind, Messi and Neymar are playing. Yeah. Two of the biggest players in the world. Yeah. So it's like, what is going Okay. The, the fact that, like, I, I, I have to say, first of all, that that was very unprofessional. Because they let the game happen. They wanted to do it at the game. Yeah. 100% they wanted to. Because they could have went the second day at their hotels mm -hmm. or whatever. And just, you know, tell them there. But no, no. They wanted to end the game and make it seem like, you know, they're powerful Brazil. Somebody down yeah. below the hierarchy fucked up. And it's just like, it's <laughs> just like, uh, the, the comments were hilarious. Because it's just people like, really? Brazil's worried about health? Did you not, do you not remember the Olympics? <laughs> The shit water that everyone the, had to swim in. Yeah, the green waters of, of Brazil. Like, it was insane. So that part made me laugh. And it, yeah. was, uh, it was also just very unprofessional, so that pissed me off. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Well, I don't even know what the hell the point of that was. I don't even know either. Oh, well, yeah, the va vaccine stuff. Well, yeah, okay, let's bring up examples. You have, yeah. vac you have the vaccinated people versus the unvaccinated people. Yes. Two wildly different perceptions mm -hmm. of the vaccine. You have... Democrats and Republicans, two mm. wildly different uh, perspectives on how to run society and how yes. to deal with social issues. Yes. Uh, what are some other ones? You have Israel versus Palestine. Mm. Two different perspectives on whose land this is. Mm -hmm. And you can go down. It's, it's a very long yeah. list. It, I think it covers basically every human issue because perspective and perception are integral to our experience very much there isn't one person who has who doesn't have to deal with those two things mm -hmm. yeah that's absolutely correct and i think we're trying to save the world here at the end of the day we are like <laughs> it's, it's the thing is you save the world by saving the people right or by saving yourself first and then saving the yeah people. but no. you know luckily i've started quite a while ago mm -hmm. so like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still on my journey i haven't mastered anything but I am on the way to mastery, which is great. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, dude, like, you just, I, I, I want people to really take this, you know, and take it um, even with a grain of salt, you know, but at least make it stick to you. If anything, I want people to take away the lesson that 
your perception of reality is likely not, it's not the only one. Mm -hmm. It's not the only correct one. Um, even if an experience is true to you, that doesn't mean it applies to everybody else. Yeah. So like you said, a grain of mm -hmm. salt, you have to look at all of these things with nuance. Yeah. You have to think uh, from a gray perspective because it's a gray world. It's not a, you can't think about this in black and white. That's true. Everything blends in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I had to say something, it, it would be, uh, let yourself be curious. Um, always ask questions, you know, if you don't know something, and even if it comes with hate, you know, big time, uh, there's a bunch of stereotypes in this world and we can agree negatively a lot sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, luckily, you know, I've been practicing self-development for quite a while. It's been years now, but, um, I, I now know how to take a step back and ask myself, is that really how they are? Or is that really how it's perceived? Or is that? Yeah. So I start asking questions. And when I ask questions, you find out answers. And I believe that the universe sends you people, you mm -hmm. know, to clear your confusion, especially if only actually if you're intentionally curious. Yes. Questions and new yeah. experiences act as a, they're like the gateway to new yeah. ways of perceiving reality. Yeah. You know, like we could say, um, I don't know. What's a common misconception or stereotype? Asians can't drive, for example. <laughs> I That's, was just so, yeah, thinking that it's one. It's a worldwide known one, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I have a lot of Asian friends. And you know what? They all have clean driving records. Yeah. What happened? Oh, my God. You know? And funny, they would probably objectively agree as well with your statement. Yeah. Because anyone that is logical, okay, mm -hmm. and knows how to ask questions and knows... And is curious and wants to proceed forward in this world. Yeah. Understands that. Or another good one is that Arab men are very prideful. Yeah. Or they're quick to anger. Yeah. And I can easily say, um, I know I stay away from Arab men that are very prideful. You know? I don't think we have anything to be proud of. The well, way no, I no, see no. it There are definitely that, things to be proud of. Yeah, there are, yeah. But with the way the world's going, it's going down. It's not going up. So therefore... Well, there we go. We don't know that. that the, actually, yeah. that's a huge misconception. A and lot of people think the world's the way going I think to of shit. The, world, the way I think of the world is human quality. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you cannot tell me that human quality is getting better. <laughs> you don't know that, though. Day that's to day to day. That's exactly where you get into the... Exactly. How you perceive the raw data. Because yeah. the raw data could be wrong. Yeah, but as far as I can reach and through my own experiences, that's exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. because I okay. ask questions and I, and I am curious and, 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 I, and I talk to people. That's, that's what I base it off of. I don't base yeah. it off of me sitting on a computer looking it up on Google. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just how it is, you know? Like, I've been talking to people my entire life. So why is it, like, now marks that everything's kind of going negative? Yeah. It's, going, it's turning into bad quality. Mm. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest misconception. I, yeah. I just despise it. People think the world is getting worse when objectively, if you look at the raw data, if you want to, if you want to trust the numbers coming out of, um, high level places, like people are getting out of poverty by the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands at an exponential rate. The internet's allowing people to exchange ideas, mm. um, develop business relationships with one another. Now, of course there are many arguments. You have climate change, all that, but. 
I'm a firm believer, even, even if the world is in a steady decline, I believe that it, it serves me better to believe that the world is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what am I going to mope around and bitch that, yeah. oh, climate change is just happening, I mean, so I might just sit on my ass and do nothing. Yeah. I know I said, um, you know, it points towards the bad quality. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that my perspective is towards the negative. Of course. No, I course. still believe there's good ones out there, and, and together, you know, we can make this a better place. Yeah. We can, we can add more love. We can add more sympathy. We can add more empathy. We can add more connection. Mm-hmm. You know, no one feels anything anymore. It's crazy. You know? I hate I hate going up to someone and saying, "Hi, how's your day going?" <sighs> it's okay. It's like what? Like I was expecting like a like a solid, you know? Like I came in with like could be better. Great energy could be better. It's Monday, you know. But then again, those are the people, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. who I want to help them. They are not emotionally mature enough to handle mm-hmm. their own perception. Yeah, they're not able to switch. Yeah. The flip. Yeah. And sometimes I get it. Like it just slips switch out the flip. as a, like a breath, flip you know? The switch. Yeah. I'm over it. You know, like I get it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely do. We're all human beings. Um, it's I just th- like I, as much as I try to be positive and like yeah. bring positivity towards someone, I would like that back because then it would just be like, you know, mm-hmm. like my fellow humans. <laughs> I think the one thing that everybody who's, who's listening to this and watching this can do is be as, uh, of course, be as curious as possible and try different things, lean into new experiences, travel, try new dishes, meet new people. Yeah. Those are all things that will, they'll strengthen or they will provide a more elaborate uh, perception of reality. Yeah. I would, I would start slow. So for example, if you're going to do something new, like skydiving, yeah. don't ask yourself, I wonder if it's going to be fun. I wonder if it's going to be scary. Who cares? Who Why cares? are you asking them yourself those questions? Just go into the yeah. experience and then- At least, if you're going to ask a question, just be like, instead, like, because I, I usually go in no expectations. Like, I'm just like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's usually a great outcome. But um, if you're going to have to ask a question, you don't, I wouldn't jump to that. Like, is it going to be a fun time? What if it's not a fun time? No, Better no, no. Ask just, the question of how can I make this the best experience possible? Either that or even better. I wonder what it's going to be like. I'm curious. Wonder. That's the that's the key word. I'm curious. It's yeah. you're asking a question of no expectations, almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of us are wired to ask questions. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what children are good good at too. Yeah, they they ask a lot of questions, but they also they're willing to just jump into the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like why is a fire truck red? Yeah, it's not because of the fire. <laughs> not because of fire, but <laughs> yeah, makes sense though. Like yeah. But you get it. Uh, we'll leave you guys with um, those two short uh, conclusions there. Yeah. You know, something to think about. Try a lot of different things. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Archery, swimming, cruising, driving. Anal manual beads, driving. Anal if you've been driving forever, if you've, if you've been driving forever, try manual driving. <laughs> it's a different experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Try everything new, uh, whether it's food, activity, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, do you want to? Close off with that. Send us off. All right, guys. You know where to find us. We're on YouTube at the 2 a.m. podcast. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pod, and all the major platforms. Uh, check it out. Tell us how we're doing. You know, DM us. We like to hear from you guys. Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is at 2 a.m. pod. Instagram is at the 2 a.m. podcast. TikTok as well, at the 2 a.m. podcast. Mm-hmm. Follow us on all platforms. Leave us a five-star review. Yeah. And until next time, guys, without further ado, thank you for showing us. 
We'll see you next time. Peace.